So, Mike, came across this article about a school reporting that I think it was 60 or 80 children had undergone some weird mass possession. Yeah, it was between 80 and 100 students. The one and, in Peru? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's been over the span of a month. It started April 29th, and it's extending till at least as of like four days ago, it's still going on. Now, I know you're probably thinking, why would they call it demonic possession? Well, there's a video that goes with it. And you got to watch that, right, Mike? I did indeed. What did you think of that? Because I don't I don't know what's going on, but it's definitely disturbing. I think disturbing is the right word. It's some weird shit. Yeah, obviously the kids are in distress and something's going on that... It, the video that I saw... For one, I can't speak Spanish. And for two, you don't really have context. It's just kind of showing all these kids acting weird. But the symptoms that they were displaying, some of them were fainting, some were having seizures, some were complaining of nausea, some were actually throwing up. And then there were other ones who it seemed like their breathing was labored, like something was preventing them from completely breathing. And then hallucinations started where kids were saying that they were seeing this man dressed in black who was chasing after them, trying to strangle them. Yeah, that that's interesting to me. I don't understand why they would say that at all. The first thing that's weird is that it's happening to so many kids at the same time. And I mean, it, it looks like a, a giant panic. I mean, they're flopping and screaming and just rolling around everywhere. Right. Like you said, some are puking. And this, I mean, this could be easily some type of weird gas that's close to the classroom or fucking that could be shitty school lunch. You know, there's a lot of things it could be. But for a whole bunch of them to start saying that a man in black was trying to murder them, that's a very interesting point. It really is, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of made me think about the whole possession thing as a whole. I mean, the, the, there's video footage. This is modern times. There's something going on. I mean, the, the townspeople are saying that it's possession. They're saying it started slowly in the village that's around this school. It's, it's weird that it's still going on, but it kind of makes me wonder if the fact that it's still going on is due to, like, some mass hysteria type thing. Like, it obviously had to start somewhere, but are all the cases genuine? You know what I'm saying? I thought of that too, and I, I just don't think that all these kids are gonna plan this and yeah, choreograph I, I, I it right. That's that's I don't want to say that all these kids are planning it, but there's got to be some that are just saying that they're part of it mm -hmm. just to be part of the story. You know, that's true. That could be true. Yeah, I didn't think they were gonna bust out their iPhone sixes and start filming their stroke mob, right? <laughs> freaking out, put it on yeah. YouTube and get a million hits. But cases like this are weird, though, like the weird dancing cases where people just start spontaneously dancing. Yeah, the hysteria. Yeah. 
And that's what I got from this and the video. I mean, it's definitely a weird type of hysteria because they're freaking the fuck out. But it just seems like some type of mass mass hysteria. And it's always funny, like you said, the dancing one. And that's I, I wonder what else there's going to be or what there has been. There's yeah. been laughing epidemics and shit. As far as epi- epidemics go, laughing is really isn't that bad. You know, at least you're here. Yeah, I'd take that one. And, yeah. I'd probably get old like after two hours. Yeah, but doesn't laughing release endorphins, which make you feel good? Like who? Who? Do, who's like? I've got too many endorphins. <laughs> I can't take. Stop the happy. <laughs> yeah. But you had mentioned another article that you came across not too long ago, and show did. Let's talk about that one. Yeah. So in mid-April, pretty much the same thing happened in Malaysia, but instead of a man. A, a man chasing the students down and trying to strangle them. They were seeing this weird female spirit that's that's in Malaysian folklore. She's like a, a vampire type thing. And they were saying that, well, the students started saying that they were seeing these demons and that these evil spirits were holding them down. And then they claimed that it was this vampire woman from folklore. And, uh, the legend behind these these spirits were women who died while giving childbirth and they returned to pray and, and drain the life out of men. But in this case, apparently it was affecting students. But there was one teacher who it was she was a female, but she was attending to one of the students that was being she said she was being pinned down and seeing demons. And when this teacher went to help her. She felt this force pinning her down as well. Whoa. But this this case affected something like 20 students. But it happened about, well, it happened, I think, on the 17th of April, maybe the 16th of April. But it was, you know, really just a couple weeks before this one in Peru. Very weird how similar those are. I know it is. I wonder if this is an epidemic or whatever in itself. I wonder if this is a freaking out and seeing demons thing. Or what if it's some sort of secret weapon? That's true. But why would they be using it on kids? It's a good question. I don't know. Does the but it's fact- weird that both things happened in a school. And yeah. in both cases, it affected lots of children. Yeah, it's almost exactly to the number. It's Both reports are 80 to 100 students. Well, no, the first one, the the one in Malaysia was only 20 students. Oh, really? Yeah, and they were all they were all female. All the students were in this case. Does the fact that they mention a a creature that's from their folklore uh, strengthen or weaken the case for you? Um I don't I don't really I don't really put much weight on it one way or the other because I it's again it goes to matching things up with what you know and what you don't know. So these people, these people are experiencing this weird thing and they just relate it to some folklore they heard. But if you listen to the, the legend, this spirit that they're saying is attacking them returns to prey on men. All the victims here were female. So it doesn't make sense as far as the folklore goes. If it's, if it was, in fact, that creature. So you're not giving uh, any thought to this being an actual possession of any sort at all? 
I don't know. I don't know because I don't know what to make of it. I I would think that there's something to it because it's got to start somewhere. But I think the fact that it spreads is due to mass hysteria. That I can see. I can totally uh, remember shit like that going on when I was in junior high mm-hmm. to where like two of our buddies actually had the stomach flu. So four of us said we had the stomach flu too. So when school is on, we can all go to one dude's house and fuck around. Yeah. So that definitely happens. I mean, having kids organize something like this in two different locations and report the same thing. I mean, that's not as easy to pull off as weird sounds from the sky. So I don't, I I definitely think it's a, a little bit weirder than what, what it seems to be. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I just I I don't buy the whole demon possession thing. I don't think that that's the cause for it. I think it's most likely mass hysteria, but I don't know what caused the initial people to come out and start making up the story. I did hear with the um the case in Peru that apparently there was some bodies that were hid on the school property that were involved in a mob killing or something. Whoa. That's shitty. So there was there was that added layer to it, but who knows if that was just like local folklore, if that was something that really happened. But in in the school in Malaysia, I haven't heard. You know, I there, I didn't hear any uh, sort of weird, creepy, supernatural legend like that. No, and it was the 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 townspeople in Peru who started explaining it as a demon possession, so that. That goes to me. I think it would be easier for people not involved to get sucked into the mass hysteria than it would be for the people who were involved. It's that simple. That's what the news does. They go to the people who are standing outside the the hospitals. The kids were taken to or the school, and they talk to their parents. And it's they were they were possessed. Yeah. It was like they were possessed, and boom. Well, and and you also got to look at the the community is most likely christian community so there's there's the belief in hell there's the belief in demons and and in their faith they're able to immediately attribute all sorts of evil or things like that to demonic possession i mean you look back a few hundred years and schizophrenia was thought to be possession by some people rather than an actual illness you know they they saw schizophrenics and clearly they were possessed by the devil and I, I mean, I've seen just in doing some research for the show, I've seen Catholic websites just latch onto this as as proof that demons exist and that there's this great war between good and evil that's constantly ongoing, and and they're reporting this as as like a horrible tragedy that these innocent students are being possessed by demons. And we all have to pray for them, and only the power of God can save them. You know, that 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 whole song and dance. From the Catholic Church? Right. Wow, that's crazy, because they were the ones who denied, de- like, demonic possession for so many years. It's weird. I guess it it's almost seems like they're using possession as a tool to get people to go to church, but that's a whole nother show. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's weird to hear. They're like, yeah. yes, there are demons. They will call up your butt and yeah. you got to spray holy be, water up there. You will be the butt puppet of demons. <laughs> wow. But it is it is creepy, though. And so what if it is some sort of 
weapon of of some sort to create this hysteria like what if it was some sort of gas and they're they're trying to perfect it and so they sprinkle it into classrooms just to see how it's going to react to a civilian population that's unsuspecting and when only a lower percentage gets hit with it they have to try again so the first time they tried it there were only 20 students affected they tried it again in peru and this time there was 80 to 100 students and they were only a few weeks apart let's let's keep an eye out maybe more more of these things will happen most definitely i'm waiting for this to pop up in like africa next and then make its way to canada or something no probably not canada if if this sort of thing is happening it's going to be in places where it's not going to get a lot of mainstream coverage definitely it's that's a big uh, area to to be able to do this type of testing right Peru I mean, to none Malaysia. of none of the main none of the mainstream media outlets in the states even even covered it. There's nothing from CNN, nothing from Fox News, nothing from even like local affiliates or anything. Hmm. But it is on some UK websites, and but not not even the mainstream ones, like like no BBC. But it, it was on. Uh, I think the Daily Mail reported it and uh, the Mirror reported it. And then, the, and then of course, you get the conspiracy websites reporting on it as well because they got to they gotta get their, their whole theory in. The only thing that I have a problem with when it comes to like these, whoever is responsible for, let's say it is a test, whoever is responsible for doing this type of test, when it comes down to it, if there's an organization doing this. They're a very underground, hidden, separate part of the normal government. And to do something like that is just absolutely careless. It's something, I don't know, I don't see an organization that's that secretive and advanced and has even the funding to do something like that being that stupid with their testing. How do you mean stupid? Gassing a fucking kid's school? I mean, I'm sure I, I would believe them abducting 20 kids a month and gassing them in their fucking creepy, wet, smelly, well, dank cellars. Just look at, look at what the United States government did in the 50s over the slums of, I think it was St. Louis. They were, they were using toxic gas to test on the, the poor civilians. And that's why they did the slums, because that would be the place where it would draw the least amount of attention if something were to go wrong. When did this happen? What were they testing? They were testing toxic chemicals to see how it would affect the civilian population. Was it like a chemical company responsible or was this the government? It was the government. Damn. The military at the, uh, with the approval of the government were testing chemicals, chemical weapons on civilians in St. Louis in 1952. So, I mean, if they were brazen enough to be testing chemicals on an American population in the 50s, who's to say what the fuck they're capable of doing in countries that no one really knows about? Most definitely. It's something that could be easily explained, like we were talking about before with the gas. I mean, that can do it. And like, what the fuck does the common person know? It could be some weird ruptured gas line or something like that, and everyone's going to have really have to believe that. I mean, unless you're going to do some digging and try to find information to refute that, but it's almost explainable, but it's, it's so weird. I don't understand this this creature that or, or the, the being killed in both the cases. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. There's something to it, and I think we got to keep our eyes open for for more cases like this because I think there'll be more coming. I saw this uh, report from Peru. Like what? When did I send text you that shit? Like last week, I think. Last week. When did the? Which will be two weeks ago by the time people hear yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, that's good to point out. When when did you see that Malaysian one? Was it after I sent you that report? Did you find that or? Yeah. Hmm. And then I found out that it happened before this. So what are your thoughts on possession in general? I mean, because there's so many different types. Like when I was doing my notes, to better understand this, I kind of made three types of possession that we see. And one of, them, one of them is the live possession, which is just like a generalization for most video evidence. Shit that we see on TV shows or televangelists and shit like that. And, uh, you know, fucking ghost hunters or... Or even uh, in the news, like we saw with these kids in Peru, it's just something that happens now. What about, well, I'll, I'll let you finish the list before I ask this question. Okay. Proceed. And then I have uh, supposed types of possessions, which are, quote, historic cases. Solid evidence and well-documented, rarely disputed cases that inspired films like The Exorcist and Emily Rose. And then I have the bullshit section, which is uh, when people think the exorcist and Emily Rose are real things. Creepy pasta, basically things that are made for entertainment value that people just talk about and it slips into a true story. So most of the time when we're seeing possession now, it's always related to some type of church. It's not like uh, like we're seeing with this school shit. That's what I found weird. When when you look up possession, it's usually some people in church freaking out, throwing snakes around and shit. So I found it very odd that this was a case of possession outside of like a religious setting. Now, I sent you that video of that one dude who's supposedly possessed in church. Oh, yeah, time. yeah. With the, the dude who is smacking people's heads <laughs> yeah. to drive the demons out. Yeah. And he hit that one kid. And this this kid freaks out. This is... This is a. Uh, I'm going somewhere with this, really. I promise. But the, this kid who's you know possessed, this guy's going around smacking everybody's head, and when he gets to this kid, he he does a pretty good job of, of kind of displaying it. Whatever is supposed to be coming out of him, uh, the transition's really smooth and believable. You know, a couple twitches, his demeanor changes, but he ends up you know trying to attack the preacher guy. And uh, I don't know when it comes to this type of televangelist shit. I mean, it's been debunked a million times. Um, so much so that you don't really see that on televangelist shows anymore. And there's plenty of them. I remember as a kid, my mom telling me about this, this priest who was able to do this, like put his hands on you. And by him putting his hands on you, you'd be like knocked off your feet by the power of the Holy spirit. And she (laughs) apparently knew someone who had it done to them. She herself never went to see this guy, but she knew someone who did. And he knocked him off his feet, and I remember being like thinking that was crazy, like like a superpower. Like how how do you do that? You channel the power of God into a fucking weapon, and just <laughs> <laughs> knock you right off your feet. I think a lot of that stuff is just a, it's it's a testament to the power of faith, and I think that these people have such strong faith, especially the. Are you going to post that video in the show notes the, with the dude that smacks people? 
I'll try because it, the only one I found of it is this dude who's posting it up. So, and he has his own channel and yeah, well, he's, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bullshit in it. I'll put it up if you guys want to see it, but he's running his mouth and making fun of it and trying to be funny yeah. during the whole video. It's entertaining, but it's not so much uh, like research, a yeah. you know, research video. But the the thing with with that and and guys like that is, I think that the per- people have so much faith in their belief that when this guy comes and says, you know, we've all got evil in us, we all have sin in us, and I can help you drive the evil out, that because their faith in sin and evil is so strong, they believe what this dude says so that all he has to do is tell them this is what's going to happen, and they believe it so much that it does happen. I can see that. I can also see uh, being a kid in church and, I don't know, maybe I fucked up and did something hella wrong or got in hella trouble doing something like that as some type of demonstration. It's it's something easily to fake even without some type of coaching. I mean, that's what I noticed about this kid. His uh, demeanor changed, but how he spoke really changed. Yeah, with that high voice. Yeah, even with the high voice being silly. Which it was very silly. <laughs> yeah. But just the way he, he, like the words he just chose to use were strange. You know, like they ask him where he, where he's from and he says, I'm from the deepest part of the sea, which is very odd to me. It's fucking Cthulhu. Yeah. But his, that's what it was. He was channeling Cthulhu, man. <laughs> and C- Cthulhu sounds like that? <laughs> Cthulhu sounds like however the fuck he wants to sound, Mateo. He is a creature of madness, an ethereal substance. He doesn't exist on our plane except in, in the way that he wants to. Yeah, I, I found it funny that if this kid, there's, there's, they've got like what, five or six dudes restraining this kid as, as he's shouting. Well, not shouting. Can, can Mike, can you give us a little sample of what this kid sounded like? I come from the deepest part of the sea. <laughs> That's exactly, that was the best impression of anything I've ever heard. It might not mean anything to you, but when you see it, you'll be like, that was dead on that kid. Well done. Yeah. So I roll. <laughs> but uh, he's he's sitting there talking, wow, squealing this shit at this, <laughs> this preacher. And they got six guys holding him back. And one guy's watching somebody in the crowd. The other guy's looking up at the ceiling looking at nothing essentially and if they all like let go at once like the old tug of war trick like when one side just lets go and the other side falls down that kid wouldn't go anywhere the kid's not trying to do shit oh i wish that happened wouldn't that be great yeah i'd laugh my ass off so it's it's rare that we see these televangelist possessions but when when they do pop up it's they're so obviously bullshit I mean, the, my whole point with the list and, and types of possessions is I kind of wanted to talk about why is this something that straight up doesn't happen anymore? I mean, there's still things that people talked about a long time ago, centuries ago, that, that still goes on today. People talk about, you know, cannibals and grave robbers, and people still do that today. You know, there's all sorts of things, but somebody becoming possessed, I mean, that, to me, it's always been like a historical scapegoat. The the yeah, old devil like, made me do it. Like I was saying, the uh, they think schizophrenia was demonic possession. But what about cases like a 
the one that did inspire the exorcist or the, the Emily Rose case. Like we did, we did a show on possession a while back and yeah, the cases we covered, I mean, they sure seem legit. I mean, there's a lot of audio and video recordings and again, they're very rarely disputed. Nobody tries to feed the, the case made in these, in these reports. Well, a lot of times I mean, they are disputed, but it's just like just really in a dismissive way. Like, Oh, clearly that person was insane. And the person treating her was looking at her from a, uh, from a religious standpoint and thinking that she was possessed. Yeah, that, that's another thing. Everybody who's possessed just happens to be super religious, you know? Mm-hmm. It just can't be somebody who's walking down the street. Although, you know, you'll, a lot of religious people will blame the shitty things people do today as some type of influence by the devil or demons and shit. But it, you just don't see any believable possession cases anymore. It just seemed to stop because there are a few. There's a few cases that are really believable and really fucking scary. I mean, what was that girl's name that we covered? Anna. Anna. I can't remember her name. Anna. Annalise, I think. Annalise, that's it. Yeah. She she ended up dying. If this was some type of fit she was throwing, why starve your fucking self to death? That's one of the most horrible ways you can die. Yeah. So there are some very believable cases. I just, it's not that I wish. I mean, that type of stuff is why I got into the paranormal to begin with. So I would like to see some cool videos (laughs) and pretty much that's all. But I don't want anybody to be possessed. But when it comes to like the audio tapes from the Annalise case, when there's screams of four different people going on, I don't know what to fucking to say about that. It's the devil's work. It is. Why don't you think it happens anymore? Do you think it's just it was always pretty much bullshit and people? Yeah, are just like, I, I yeah. think a lot of the cases were just crazy people and crazy people mixed with religious people. That's pretty much it. Hmm. I mean, there there could be some cases, but getting back to um, your list of different possessions, what what do you think of the type of thing that mediums do, where they allow the quote-unquote spirits to enter their body and speak through them. That's a great idea. That is that is a, a type of possession. I didn't think of that at all. I mean, that's like a willing a willing possession. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is a, a different case. I find those less believable than actual <laughs> I generally do as well. <laughs> that's funny. I, I'd, I'd almost, I actually do believe the case of an, an agent from hell actually overcoming somebody's body spiritually rather than Somebody to be able to be like, I can get your grandpa here. Yeah. But yeah, th- th- that is a form of possession. I think those are mostly bullshit. Um, yeah, I do as well. That's, I mean, that's a heavy power to have. I mean, as far as humans been around, there's always been someone who's been able to do that. And they've always been held in high regards. There's always been yeah, a magic I, man or somebody who can talk to the dead or a medicine man that can cure the dead or whatever. The, you know? the thing was, it, it's like now it's taken on more of like a capitalist nature like you pay money for this whereas in the past this this person whether it be a shaman medium psychic whatever you want to call them in the in the past when they would be it would be their service to the tribe they you'd go visit this person and you know they would conduct this thing and then it'd be a whole ceremony and all this shit it wasn't just like hey let's bring in the cameras and you pay me some money and and we'll do this you know like they had that was their purpose in life that was 
their thing and it was a very serious thing and it was something that got passed down but who knows if maybe maybe the respect that was given prompted them to uh perpetuate this myth that that they had these powers or they were able to access this information but what about the the people that were able to though like we we talked about a couple weeks ago with olga karatidi's story and the shamans there and how they were using shamanism to access the spirit from different times because time doesn't work in a linear fashion yeah, I mean, there's definitely something to be said about some cases like that. I mean, there's plenty of cases where people who call psychics for advice and they wholeheartedly believe it and they say it helps them. They're, they're happy to pay the twelve ninety nine a minute to talk to these people and then this psychic's proven to be a fraud. And even then, their faith in this psychic is not shook at all. It's weird. And I think when it comes, again, it's attached to relig religion. It's a shaman. You know, uh, I wonder why they're not called witches. Why they're not called warlocks. Why why is it now healing instead, instead of spells? Because to me, with the, with the kids being possessed, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. It seems like a big spell. Hmm. Somebody doesn't like the kids, obviously. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not so much that they don't like the kids. Maybe they're just easy targets. That's true. All that stuff, all the practicing dark magics and, and you know, hurtful spells and shit like that. That shit never really went away. You know, we all know it's not talked about anymore, but there's plenty of groups and we all have a friend that's a Wiccan and does all that shit like that. So who knows? It, it very well could be some type of spell. Uh, but, you know, back to your point, it just... I get fishy when religion's involved. Like with the whole, I believe, a demonic possession over the other thing. I, I would rather listen to somebody who says they're a witch that practices magical spells uh, by the use of magic than listen to a preacher talk about evil spirits, I guess. And it's not like, a, like I have more respect for a, somebody who would call themselves a witch. It's that throughout history, those were the people doing this shit. These are the people who kn knew about it. You know, people feared them so much that they tried to kill them all off. You know, if you think about cr early Christianity now, mm -hmm. the head Christian dude wears a suit, comes to the church once a month to make sure everything's in line and leaves. But before, you know, 2,000 years ago or whatever, how old the Christian religion is, he was probably a dude in a tent with incense burning and fucking potions everywhere. Well, we know that Christianity started as a Jewish cult. It there was you an go. offshoot of Judaism, and it started. It had a very small cult following, and they were persecuted. And a lot of the the people in power were killing off Christians as heretics. So, I mean, that it, you're probably right. You probably did have a tent with fucking weird potions, and 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 back then, I mean, the the Gnostics. They, they kind of follow in line with the original teachings of, of Jesus, and they don't even think about the crucifixion and the resurrection. They're all about what he was talking about, what Jesus was talking about, and his message. And they were a lot more involved in the uh, esoteric side of things. You know, they, they were into knowledge and mysticism and 
then there was the the Pauline Christianity that was more in line with what we think of today as Christianity. And obviously they won. But yeah, I mean, it started as like this weird cult offshoot of Judaism. Would it be hilarious if, if like a major religion decided to go all archaic with their shit and like, all the Christians just started wearing like deer skin and bones and shit and <laughs> cutting up that would chickens. Be awesome. Would that yes. be great? I would love it. <laughs> just take the technology out of religion and see how weird it gets. That'd be awesome. There'd be shamans all yeah. over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. No electricity for you. Son of a bitch. What am I going to do? Build a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you think you'll ever see another really convincing video or hear about another really convincing case of possession again? Because there's always going to be these weird cl- claims like this. Yeah. I, I, like I said, keep an eye on the news. I wouldn't be surprised to hear about another one popping up in some other foreign country. Maybe this one's in the Middle East. Who knows? Yeah, dude. That would, that would be crazy. That would kind of almost be enough to like raise an alarm in my mind. Yeah, the other ones were... I'm I'm honestly surprised it didn't start in the Middle East. Why is that? If it was a, a weapon testing or gas testing of some sort, why would you test it on places as like Peru and Malaysia when you could just take it straight to the enemy if, if you're going to test it on civilians? Because, hmm. I mean, who's going to trace that back? The Americans possessed our children. Like, no. <laughs> They're not going to be pointing any fingers, and then you'll have your answer like, "Yeah, this this fucking like, what if it's like the the uh, scarecrow gas, the fear gas?" Yeah, and they're spreading it in schools, and then all it takes is one person seeing this dark figure, and then everybody starts getting freaked out because they see how she's getting freaked out. And then because they're getting freaked out, and she described why she's getting freaked out, everyone starts seeing this thing. And that's why it's passing on. Goddamn Scarecrow. He's going worldwide. (laughs) He works for the government or whoever. So let's say this is a weapon. Let's say that this is cases of them testing it on the population. Let's do that. Who's doing it? Who is is this? I am. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) No. I don't know. I don't know. If, If we could get all conspiratorial and say... It's a goddamn Illuminati. But who is the Illuminati? Is it is it the Bilderberg Group? Is it is it the United States military? Is it some sort of dark paramilitary pseudo-governmental group? Shadow like, thing? Yeah, it's I mean there's there's so many like weird creepy powers in play on the earth right now. Like you've got you've got the governments of every country, but then you also have military, which in some cases has been able to overthrow governments. Then you've got corporations that have all these weird laws and protections so they can get away with all sorts of shit without things being traced to them because they've set up this strategic bureaucracy. So it's, it's hard to say maybe it was pharmaceutical companies testing some shit. Maybe it was Monsanto. Who knows? Yeah, no kidding. I wish I knew more about the, uh, the whole Illuminati thing. I mean, we should have done a show about on it by now, but honestly, I don't even want to start digging yeah, into that. Yeah, where where do you start with that <laughs> yeah. sort of thing? I mean, 
if you're going to talk about the Illuminati, you might as well be like, hey, guys, do you have like 10 hours so we can talk about everything? Because we'll talk about everything. Yeah. Have you heard of the Freemasons? Let's start there. It, you could. It goes even further back in the Freemasons, but it, it extends as far as fucking time traveling on Mars. So <laughs> <laughs> you start in the Middle Ages and you end up with Barack Obama taking over the end of time. Yeah. Scary to think about, dude. With with the the power to literally go back and get whatever ending you want, I wonder why he's letting uh, time just pass now. Why are we all in this high tension, waiting for him to strike mode? Do you think he's regenerating somewhere? Do you think he's planning somewhere? The thing is, he's already won. So who gives a fuck about the past? You know, he's already, he's already up there. He's already at the end of time, ruling with an iron fist. Why come back just to be like, ha ha, I win. Oh, suck it. Well, kind of, I guess that depends on how you look at it. Because in what like we're talking about with time travel a couple episodes ago, every time he makes a choice, it creates a different stream for evil time traveling Barack Obama. So potentially there's hundreds of them running around, running time traveling errands. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's got to he's got to collect his time army. So he's running around getting the best of, of all times. Yeah, after hearing that barn owl screech, dude, uh, I'm starting to feel like I'm going to have to pen Mr. Joe Nickel the apology letter and and uh, help his crusade on trying to secretly inform the whole world that barn owls are going to turn and kill us all. Yeah, you should. Yeah. They're scary. If you think about it, he's trying to warn us of evil time-traveling Barack Obama. Oh, shit, what if Barry Sotero... Is no longer Barry Sotero. But while he was stuck filming the 80s skateboard fucking videos, something happened and he had to travel back somewhere else, made a new identity, and became Mr. Joe Nickel. Maybe he's trying oh, to warn God. us about the Born Owls. Joe Nickel is Barry Sotero. That mother- first. Joe <sighs> Nickel is fighting for good, not evil. Oh, my God. He's on Twitter, guys. You all should say thank you. Yes. Everybody, when you hear this, which will be, you know, next Wednesday that this comes out and then whenever you listen to it. But whenever you listen to it, just if you're on Twitter, send him a quick tweet that just says, thank you for warning us of the Barn Owl Scourge. And if you're on Facebook, if you could uh, give that man a like and tell him to keep up the good fight. We'd all appreciate it. Yeah, I'll put a picture of the anti-Barn Owl image with the show notes for this, so you can save it and send him a little message, and, send and it, it to boom, him. right Let there. him know that we, wa- we well, shouldn't say we, because fuck you guys. <laughs> My side wins, but... Yeah, don't forget, Mike's on Etob's e- side. I was but about but I, I honestly, I think this stuff is cute. So, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll support it just because it's fun. Yeah. You know, you can't win. It's, it's cool. Just, but it doesn't, it doesn't affect us in the here and now. So don't worry about it. Let, let future generations worry about that. Demonic possession is barn owls. Clearly. Find the Wattcast on Twitter at the Wattcast. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as well. All show notes, photos, 
videos and more can be found at www.thewattcasters.com. Want to help further support the show? Donate $5 to The Wattcast and receive a Wattcast sticker pack as a thank you. Please visit our website for more details. Thank you so much for listening. the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.